Hello and welcome to Wrestle Opinionated. This is our weekly show all about the shows of AEW. We are your hosts. I am Morg and this is... Wrestling Fatigue, Matt Strange. Oh, why why have you got wrestling fatigue, Strange? God, so much wrestling, man. So much wrestling. I watch, Did you watch Rampage? I watched Rampage. I watched Rampage. I don't even remember what I felt about it. We'll get to that later. I'm sure. This is why we have notes. I, I'm really worried about this one because Dynamite seemed so long ago since I watched it and I only watched it Wasn't on Saturday. it? Yeah, I didn't watch it till uh, Friday night, and it feels like it was a week ago. Well, yeah, you see, hopefully for our listeners, due to some shenanigans, we're recording a day late, but my plan is to upload on the same day to keep our schedule, our Tuesday (laughs) upload. Um, So that we can get the uh, pay-per-view out tomorrow. And then the pay-per-view will be out tomorrow for a Wednesday upload, hopefully. Fingers crossed. That'll be out Thursday. Um, if I can get out of work this early again and we can start early. Right, anyway, enough of me Let's go. complaining about work and what have you. Um, so, uh, we're going to skip the news and social media, mainly because... Really, I, I have a social media, thank you. Uh, yes, yes, I, I, I you. assumed you would have. Um, is social it media a, this is, week. Is it a spoilery for Full Gear? It is not. Cool. It is one hundred percent safe so, and pure. Right. So we're and wholesome, we're but sk- sad. Okay, <laughs> we're skipping the news because anything in the news is full gear spoilers, and we'd rather either drop that next week after the full gear review, or possibly in tomorrow's full gear review. Um. So we move on to social media. Mister Strange, have you got some social media? Oh boy, do I! Um, a man I have personally met, uh, Eddie Kingston, wrote an article for the oh. Players Tribune. If you just Google the Players Tribune and Eddie Kingston, it'll come up. It's uh, I'm not going to say a lot about it because it's the man's words. It's a heartfelt tale of his story, where he came from in wrestling, the things that were going on in his life when he was trapped in England when I met him, uh, and where he's come from and where he's been through. Talks about depression, um, what drives him. Really nice piece, well worth a read. Uh, so yeah, Eddie Kingston's article in the Players Tribune. Give it a read. He's a good lad. Yeah, this is on bit my, sad. This is on my <laughs> list of things to to read. Uh, the Raptor pointed it out to me and said it was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it's good. It's real good. Um, really. So before we kick off into our reviews, this might be the first time you've listened to our podcast, and as such, you would need to know we have a tier list. Tier list! <laughs> Which explains how we feel about uh, the individual matches of Rampage and Dynamite and the overall score we give to both of them that we do through the power of letter maths. As good as any star system. Oh, yes. So, are you ready with a quick fly through of a how quick, our tier system works? See a system. Quick fire tier list. It's from the internet. Y'all know a tier list. D, it's a shitty match. We didn't like it. We skipped the time. The promo was bad. C, it was good. Sometimes that goes from a it's all right to a yeah, that was entertaining. Your average stuff in the match is what we like to see. B, maybe the story's tighter. Maybe the match is tighter. It's a quicker, tighter, cooler match that you actually keep your attention on. Brings in some story. A, the best fucking thing you'll see in the week or the month. It's clean. It's crisp. The promo's phenomenal. You know why they're there. It all looks good. And S, magical lucha ninja wizard undead assassins versus bikers in Clownland. Cinematic masterpieces, funny things, or just really crisp, cool, end of storytelling things. So D, shit. C, good. B, very good. A, awesome. S, magical. 
fast tier list. Oh, I am impressed. And I am impressed that you still managed to get a reference in. I wasn't leaving them out. I was wondering on there when you were going, I'm going to do a quick one. Is he going to, is he? No, no, there they are. I get my ninjas versus luchadors in. Yes. The best thing ever. I'd watch a TV series of that that wasn't Lucha Underground. <laughs> I was going to say, we did watch a TV series of that. Yeah. Uh, no, no, we never watched it because it was never available in the UK. Oh, no, that would involve piracy. No, or no, it's streaming. all right now because most of it's on YouTube. Hooray! <laughs> I watched it there. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's let's move on. As I say, this is probably going to be quite a short show, uh, mainly the meat and uh, mainly the meat and bones. So, straight on with our dynamite review, and it opens J.R. Excalibur and Chivoni on commentary, and we get Brian Danielson versus Rocky Romero uh, with Orange Cassidy. Uh, Danielson wins by submission. Thoughts and scores on the match. Uh, I love this. I thought this uh, match was great. We get the lovely, fast, technical, grapply start. Um, so fast and some good NJP W impact in this. They've still got chemistry. They hadn't wrestled in 17 years. It was fucking just awesome. Um, there was a uh, overly long uh, wait for a distract with Orange Cassidy. That's my one criticism, so we'll put that aside. We got Japan on the strikes. We got the brutality of a bunch of the sleepers and the Roma uh, rolling uh, special. Didn't do the rolling one, just the regular Roma special. Uh, Rocky's great. He really got to show himself off. That middle rope springboard DDT was fucking immense. I can't say it was an overwhelming match, um, but it just didn't stop. The pacing was really good. Rocky had a control for a while, but he wasn't dominating. And as I said, it was a great showing ground for him. We know B-Dan can wrestle. We know he's really good, but it was really good to see how well they were together. We had brutal ground wrestling and some rolling submissions and such like. It was wonderful. I'm going to be fair. I'm going to apply my best friend rule to myself because Rocky realistically is one of the NJPW Chaos best friend boys. So I'm only going to give it a B. But I fucking loved this match. It was a great opener. Yeah, I gave it. Think... <laughs> I, I gave it a low B, but probably only because I didn't know Rocky Romero as much. The match on it's the start. Still a B. I didn't get that extra bit of it. Yes. Yeah, obviously. Um, I am an NJPW mark and I am very excited. I have made comments before that some of the people we've seen brought in are the old boys and the people who aren't really quite so much Forbidden Dory. Uh, there's, there's Forbidden Dory kicking in this week and we'll be talking about it as our reviews go on. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so moving on from there, we had the Inner Circle in-ring segment. Uh, they're jumped by American Top Team at the entrance. Uh, beat down on Jericho. Jericho forced into the walls. Uh, any thoughts? Solid dubsy dub. The camera probably should have stayed off some of those strikes. Nothing against the MMA boys, uh, but you know, they're, they're, they're not experienced workers. Uh, it was solid enough dubsy dubbing. It's a C. Uh, yeah, it was alright. Yeah, it's alright. <laughs> it's uh, good. I, I still think one of the problems with some of the MMA guys who aren't having full training um, with the strikes is they're probably trying to not actually yeah no completely yeah I'd, you know that's why i say put it on the cameras not on the guys just go aside a bit and doesn't junior del santos love being in the wrestling business oh god yes. this, this is gonna come he looks so happy we're gonna talk about this a lot um uh, yeah I, I i'm quite excited for him um 
we were talking about this when he he went to bat for AW when Roman was getting a bit shirty. We talked about this on the podcast the other week. Yeah, I'll throw and you at the bar. Me and my housemate happened to mention this, and the Raptor was up to how much we love the fact that he's totally on board with it. He's part of that. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And the America's Top Team, I've got to give them credit. There's there's none of that. We do real fighting ego. And they haven't done oh. that. They've just gone, these are really good fighters. Yeah, off you go. It's not they're above, it's a different category. Yeah. Yes, and I think... Make I think it real. It's, it's probably helped by Dan Lambert going on about how great the classic wrestling is as well. So they've come in with that attitude. Um, yeah, exactly. We, we Build everything. We haven't hot on this as many other people. And I wanted to give them the credit that I think they... Deserve I liked it at the line. start. It's just gone on a while for me. Um, yes, it's taken maybe a bit more of a critical while to tomorrow. To we'll see. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember what score I gave it. Right, moving on from there. Britt Baker, Rebel, there to take the pin, and Jamie Hayter versus Ty Conte, um, Anna Jay, and Thunder Rosa. And Ty wins with the DD tie. Thoughts and scores. Odd. Uh, I like how all the faces matched. Obviously, more Anna and Ty, but um, Thunder Rosa was in matching stuff as well. We get the just a fuck start, faces clear the ring sort of thing we're kind of used to in this sort of thing. The proper beginning was Rosa against Britt and was some really good counter wrestling. They, those two can work together and it's really nice. Britt tags in Rebel to eat some shit, obviously. Then there's shenanigans on beating Jay. Uh, well, at one point, they get Jay out of one side and the two tag team people come into the ring to get them. I'm like, why don't they just walk around the side of the ring as well? But that's a minor criticism. It's, it's always bugged me in tag matches. Jay eats shit for all of picture in picture, then Hater brings a few stardom spots. It actually maintained pretty well. Britt tags in just before we get back to live again so that Ty can have a hot tag. She fucking drops everyone. Some brutal, if not the smoothest, sequences. And we get the solid AEW rotating clusterfuck that we know and love them for most of the time. Obviously, Rebel was eating the pin. We knew that was going to happen. But it was entertaining enough. It was pretty good. We had a story. I I see. What do you reckon? I gave it a straight C. Okay, cool. I think that's fair. I thought it was, yeah, it was good. Um, We're getting to the point where it might be time to start being a bit more critical of the women again, but for the right reasons. Oh, we're actually getting uh, rotating. Oh, no. No, wait. I've got got something to talk about later that will uh, bring back (laughs) the criticism. Sorry, I forgot about that. (laughs) But but generally, you know. Yeah, no, generally, yeah. We can can now expect good, whereas previously we couldn't expect good. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Arch, but... Moving on from there. It wasn't necessarily bad matches. It was just... It was a squash, and it just wasn't anything. Right, moving on from there. Yeah, exactly. Chris, Chris Statlander and Ruby Riot promo. Any thoughts? Uh, I've, wa- I've watched, like, 20 of these this week through a variety of different shows. It's solid, clippy thingy. They know what they're doing. They're good at like, the movie promo-style stuff. Nothing special. It gets a, a passing C. Um... Jungle Boy versus Anthony Bowens with Max Caster. Jungle Boy wins with the snare trap. Then Bobby Fish jumps Jungle Boy for a beat down. More on that later. Um, thoughts and scores for the match? I, once again, really like this. I think uh, Jungle Boy's grown up a little beard. Very grown up of him. That's nice. Max's promo rap on the way down was pretty solid. Jungle Boy had to stop himself from laughing, I noticed. Um, so, you know, that's uh, good for the behind the scenes. 
bowing open stupidly aggressively um, and showed in strength that Jungle Boy will have to outspeed him or out-technicals him, which was good because most uh, wrestling industries, if a singles tag, a tag wrestler comes out singles, they're weaker and Jungle Boy's obviously been shown to be above the standard. So it was nice that Bowen's shown strong to me and he was shown to be very strong. Jungle Boy's comeback was also brutal, very fast and aggressive between the two of them. Owens has got the heel cell face going as well. He knows how to act a little bit more of a, a bitch when he's getting slapped while still being this aggressive dude. It was a brutal, great struggle on the middle rope with Jungle Boy and both of them. Obviously, picture in picture, it slows down a bit. We get some beating in the crowd. There was almost a... Some people shouted at Bowens, which confused me. We get the Mac shenanigans, obviously, for a... Lead to a solid jungle, jungle Boy comeback, which was fucking brutal. The two of them felt chem had a lot of chemistry, and it felt like a fight for me. Obviously, Max eats shit for his insult on the outside. And a great struggle on the submission for the finish. I, th I think they told a story in the ring. I got both their characters over. I think the, the fight was tight, crisp, and felt like a fight. I gave it a B again. I really enjoyed it. Nearly had myself muted. <laughs> oh uh, yep that's bees all around yeah really enjoyed this um, yeah, wasn't it good I, I didn't weird. expect those two on. we Talk know Jungle you. Boy is good this is where you see how good he is yeah he might just have that little thing where he can make other people though Anthony Bowens isn't bad to be oh, fair, he's really good for a power and he's in phenomenal he's shape. He's really good and he's in really good shape. So it's it's a bit of a difficult one to sort of make. Uh, certainly, I would say Jungle Boy is the better to my tastes, and Jungle Boy pulled Anthony Bowens up to that level. And whether that's fair or not, I don't know, but I, that's to my taste. Bowens has sense. been pretty solid with everyone. Yeah. Um, then again, a lot of the time, Jungle Boy, although impressive, doesn't really get the big fight energy from me. So I say maybe they've just been training together and they have big chemistry. Because I know is, the that uh, is also possible. Acclaimed um, and all the young, because they're part of the younger crew. Uh, uh, watching the social media, I know which ones hang out, and the younger, you know, they're all part of the same little social circle. So it makes it makes sense if they train together more and just yeah. have that bit more of a we can go for it. Yeah. Right, moving on from there. Hangman and Kenny video package. Any thoughts? We're going to discuss this like 20 times. See, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> we know what's coming. So this gets an S from me, but it's this not really. <laughs> dispute NXT joke. That's the one. Uh, Bucks and Cole backstage promo. Bobby Fish comes in and there are lots of undisputed and era um, comments. Um, it popped me. <laughs> it was very skippable for me, uh, but I'm willing to... Obviously, I didn't get the things I, I, as much as I'm enjoying Bobby Fish, but it, it was a C from me. It, it didn't bother me either way. But uh, we'll give it we'll give it a C plus one morgue pop. How does that um, sound? Yeah, yeah they, they, they popped <laughs> me. Um, I will just say that Kylo Riley's contract in Dubsy is coming up soon. Don't know who that is. He's the third member of the original Undisputed Era. Ah, uh, And he's right, okay. brilliant, and he will not get used. In, in Dubsy, he will be a guy. In AEW, he will be a wrestler. The guy is amazing. You will absolutely love him. He's right, very, all right. Yeah, I will be very shocked if you don't like Kyle O'Reilly. 
He used keep to come to the ring. Open. He used to come to the ring playing his um, tag belt like a guitar. Oh, I've seen gifts of him. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah. No, um, the guitar belt man. Yeah, and he's appreciate he's, crowd work. Yeah, and, and I think you'll really like it. Right, moving on from there, another video package. This time, Kingston and Punk. Any thoughts, comments? Drama energy felt like a real trailer. I'm glad the two of them are uh, sizing off. More on that tomorrow. Uh, see you again. Just keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> keep it going, pro. A lot happens in this show. A lot happens. Right. Wheelie Utah oh. with Chuck T and Orange Cassidy versus Wardlow. Wardlow wins. Then HFO jump the best friends, which is setting up to something else. Um, I gave it a D squash. Have you anything yeah. else to add to that? Uh, how easily Wardlow picks up Utah is terrifying. Like, I've seen people powerbomb people, but he literally just sort of like, whoop, like he's made of air. Uh, the only thing I've got at the end of my notes is, uh, if this leads to a Carter versus Hardy, I'll have mixed feelings. <laughs> that would make me sad. If fucking a Carter shows up and has to fight fucking Matt Hardy, I'm going to lose my shit. But at the same Dragon time... Dragon George... <laughs> oh no not fucking hardy I'm... there's more hardy ranting to come morgan there's more hardy ranting to come more really? on that later really give it a d <laughs> right moving on from there uh kingston and cm punk have a backstage fight solid good build it, they you know they've got some they're good at portraying uh anchor towards each other so um but uh, I don't think it really added much, but it's part of the continuing actual build for yes, full gear, obviously. So, um, yeah, good. I like it. I like a bit of continuation of the story. So after that, we had Leo Rush and Dante Martin versus Matt Seidel and Lee Moriarty. Um, Dante wins with Moonsault Press. Uh, thoughts and scores? Well... Uh, I opened my comments with commenting on the fact Leo Rush is dressed like a Power Ranger, but I shouldn't have been so critical, should I? Especially with the disappointment I had when he showed up at that whatever pay-per-view it was a few weeks ago. We get a technical grapple, uh, grapple start. Moriarty is a lot more over than I expected. Maybe I should watch more Dark. Starting to know Dante things, like how I just write Phoenix things. That boy is phenomenal. He can just bounce off anything and do anything. There's so many super fast exchanges in this. Dante, everybody in this match was good against everybody else. Leo versus Seidel was great. Leo versus Moriarty. Seidel versus um, Dante. Just fucking great all of them. And it was like a stardom high-speed match. Maintained in picture-in-picture and people were still tagging, which... Often annoys me when it's just a one-man beat down in the picture-in-picture. Theo, like, fights at super fast speed. He's like he's on 1.5 on the player and super, super spinny. It's great. It was a visual spectacular of technical, high-flying wonderfulness, some storytelling in there. I don't think it quite made an A from the build and... Most 90% of it being at 400% speed, but it was spectacular. I gave it a high B. It was it was visually stunning. So normally the flippy shit, because I like flippy shit. Yeah, normally I only gave it a B, but I may have been um, 
reserving myself a little because I know how much I like flippy shit and was I just... I think it's right. It's not quite an A. Like, yeah, I, th- I think I but... probably... Um, with looking at my scores as what's coming up, yeah, I don't think it's quite an A. Um, we'll give it a high B. It was, but yeah, I really enjoyed that. It's the flippiest shit I've seen in a while yes. in a combined match. We, we told you Leo Rush is good. <laughs> you did tell me Leo Rush was good. But he's you have to admit, it was... He's that kind of good. He's flippy and fast. So fast. And just so spinny. That was the other thing about this match, considering it was a very flippy match. You didn't call yeah, out... Very... You normally notice them. You didn't call out any big botches. I didn't comment on Utus whip, uh, uh, slipping on his uh, middle rope springboard moonsault thing in the... Or yeah. low match either. Yes. No, but, I didn't pick up any botches on but this. That, yeah, um, to be fair. Yeah, it was, know, yeah in, in a, an, an odd slip is an odd slip. And I thought, uh, just to call back to that, Wardlow did a really good job of covering that for him and making it look like there he, did. he was meant to slip. Exactly. It, looked, it, was it a... felt like part of the story, I think, thanks to Wardlow being on the ball and making it look... Because me and the Raptor both went, was that part of the... Or did he... Oh, I don't know. And I think that's credit to Wardlow there. Completely. Yeah. Um, But yes, that was really good match. Right. So then we have a Miro promo. I missed the Miro promo. uh, So I can't comment on it, but I'll assume it was was awesome and give it a B. Yeah, it was a B. (laughs) (laughs) Know what my boy's about. Right. On to my. uh, Should we say for the TV shows, my match of the week? Looking at my scores, yeah. Uh, Dax Harwood with Tully versus Pack. Pack wins by submission. God, I'll hold off what happened after that. <laughs> oh God, I, I just saw my comments. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the what happens after. Uh, yeah. What did you think of the match, and what score did you give it? Once again, it was really good. We got a collar and elbow start, which I always applaud. Uh, Pack did slip a bit when he got pushed into the corner, but we'll let that slip because it's Pack and he's wonderful. Lovely technical exchanges and hard exchange as well. Some flippy, but it didn't feel flippy. But lots of tosses and holds, stuff like that. Same of the strikes, just back and forth. Uh, Dax was bleeding from the chest, I assume from chops. So I was like, fuck. Actually maintained a picture-in-picture as well, which is good with the outside rumble. Pack had the slight edge, but it was a little more even than I thought it would be. That one avalanche brain buster was fucking brutal. I think Pack might have been bleeding too from the chops, but it could have just been Dax's blood. Like Pack's got the um, thing of him baiting people has become more of a character thing now, like when he stumbles back to the corner and gets the edge. So he's being built up as... Still not quite full heels, but he's got the shitty moves like which I like. Um, a lot of avalanche moves uh, moves in this. Dax did an a rebound liger bomb, and it was fucking. I've just got clip and paste of this match. It was a a spectacular show of brutality and beating. I won't say it lost me at the end because it was intense. I just feel maybe it could have been shorter. It was like very intense for what seemed like quite a long time. Still gave it a B. It was it was really good. Uh, I, I mean, that is a strong B. Like, I enjoyed this match. It was good. It was a solid beating. I love Pac. 
Axes, great in the ring as well. Their styles work well, but I think Pat could work with fucking anyone. Good stuff. Very good stuff, in fact. Stuff plus one. Yeah, this was a high B for me. I really enjoyed this match. Just these two together had chemistry from appearingly out of nowhere, because I can't think of a time that I know they faced oh. each other. Um, oh, I think coming from the old British... I think training in Britain gives you that old British style, and I think that gels style. really well with FTR, who I think are... Yeah, well, it's, um, very it's chops and holds in a traditional British. Yes. And, and, yeah, which very much gels with members of FTR. I think I'd quite yeah, like exactly. to see um, Pack versus Cash, actually, for just to see the other half of this. Eat his way through the inner circle slash whatever Andrade's new faction is. Uh, Pack would... just eats Ma... all the factions, one member by member. Yeah, exactly. Into my northern mouth. <laughs> right. Then we had Cash jumps Pack, lights out, Malachi and Andrade appear, Lucha Bros and Cody for the save. It was all right. It was what it was. Malachi can teleport other people as well. Apparently. He can't apparently teleport Bray Wyatt. Oh. <laughs> uh, Cody comes out to absorb other people's cheers. More on that tomorrow. Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's all right. Let's see where it goes. Um, Cody's deleted his Twitter. So. Yes, I just saw this, so hmm, we'll see. Right, yep. moving on from there. MJF and Darby Viggy... Vi oh, shall I try that again in English? Yeah, go on, go on, give uh, it a go. MJF and Darby video package. This is the only one I've actually really got comments on, and I think it's the only time I see this one this week, so it's nice. It's a really good catch-up between the two. Do you feel a little bit bad for Darby? Not because Darby's bad, just that he's he's solid. He's a fine promo, but MJF is too good. And he needs to learn that Jericho uh, skill of making himself look more stupid. And I don't. that's not a criticism of MJF. It's just a special power Jericho had. Where he could come and promo and say stupid things and then make himself look stupid off them. Really good. Really good build. I like them both. I love MJF. Um... I, oh, more on that, more on that tomorrow because it it leads to a phenomenal match. Yeah, right. And then after that, we had the Omega and Page contract signing. This is the end of the show, isn't it? This yes. is how it ended. I'm still not big on these contract signing things. I know it's a AEW thing, but they don't. The, the I, crowd I'm, was sorry, into I'm it. To, it's a wrestling thing. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Uh, Kenny worked the crowd well, was really good. There was some really good shit talking. Uh, the best Ibushi reference from Hangman made me laugh. Additional comebacks from that. Oh, yeah, that needs a plus one Morgan Morgan Raptor pop as well. Oh, because, yeah, we, we, we popped. We, we, we popped for for that. <laughs> oh, I want to talk about something Orange Cassidy says in there. Uh, the fake build to the I'm proud of you was deliciously snipey, and I loved it. And Don's disguise was honestly great with his... He had a fake moustache and everything in there was yeah. in the full camera stuff. A really good build, because it had a nice mix of serious and a bit of the comedy. Kenny actually came across as sniping. Oh, what do I give it? I think it was an A. I'll give it a B again. Yeah, I, I think this was, of, as a contract sign, yes, it ended where we expected it to, as they always do. Um, and and I, I do this in inverted commas with somebody going through the table. I know that Hangman didn't actually go through the table, but, you know, 
same yeah, horse. Yeah. But yeah, this was a lot more fun than a lot of them I've seen before. It was fun, but still had serious comments in. Yeah. It's like how I often compliment Miro's promos for being funny but threatening. Being able to get that fun in with the sniping. Yes. Good writing. Hooray. Yeah. And I, I would just like to point out, because I, I, I pointed out after I get to this week, I get to do this twice this week. Ooh. I'm going to meet Kenny Omega this weekend. Oh, yes, you are. <laughs> Yay! Um, and I'm not nervous in the slightest. Tell Tanahashi was right about Hangman. Oh, it depends how in kayfabe he is. <laughs> <laughs> right, so there you have it. That's our review of Dynamite. Overall scores for Dynamite? It just cusping on between a C and a B, but I'm going to give it a B because all the matches we've talked about, we were positive about. There was a lot of really good showings of things and we got some good story. The downsides didn't really come on. So yeah, it's a B. It's uh, very good. Yeah, yeah, it was. And um, looks like they are continuing to break their curse of having terrible go-home shows. Well, you say that. <laughs> So say that, don't you? Moving on. Well, th th this one doesn't count. This one doesn't count. Dynamite is the go-home show, officially. Excuse me, officially. Sorry, I had an oh, attack of the hiccups there. Um, right, I'll let you off this one. It's on to me, isn't it? Yeah, it's on to you for Rampage. A Rampage Rush, as we've always called it. Um, which you are going to run watched. out of words beginning with R eventually. I, I am. <laughs> I am going to run out of them. Uh... Taz, Starks, Excalibur, and Jericho on comms, and they have the best fucking time through this show. I've got, I've got to give it to them. They have a real good laugh, and I could praise them throughout it, but we'll just get that at the start. Uh, first match is Jungle Boy versus Bobby Fish, and Jungle Boy chokes out Fish with the snare trap. As we all know, I've become an instant fan of Bobby Shitter Fish with his uh, method of just beating people up. No entrance for Fish, though, which, as we know, is a cursed sign. Jungle Boy opens up with a beating. Fish does a bunch of solid, uh, brutal shit. And there's just brilliant exchanges between the two of them. Good back and forth. Jungle Boy takes some fucking oof for a man fighting the day afterwards, if you ask me. And a lot of good technical and big oof moves in this match. Uh, felt like a fight all the way through. Once again, that's two of Jungle Boy's matches now where he's starting to feel more like a wrestler and less like a flippy guy to me. It had limb work, it had good selling. Give it a high C. I, I don't think it was as good as the Bowens one. Oh. Though it arguably had more story. It just wasn't as good as a match. Uh, so yeah, high C from me. What do you think? Uh, B. Oh, B! Uh, B, yeah, I really enjoyed this match. I, I Again, I agree with you that Jungle Boy is coming across. He's starting to look like a main eventer. I think you've got the he, fish bonus, whereas I had the Rocky he, Romero bonus. Yes, yes. He's got the... and J Jungle Boy, to me, is starting to look like... They've been touting that he will be a main eventer. But you know the difference between AEWs and Dubz? Sorry, I'm going to have a little mini Dubz bash here. Go on, go on, get it in, Morg. It's normally me. How about more grams? When AEWs when AE say this guy is the future, you start to believe it after a while and they feel like it because they push <laughs> them like they're the future and they don't just take their character that got them massively over in NXT <laughs> and then try and turn them into Keith Lee's fucking assistant. Look, that was mate. actually pitched to try and keep Adam Cole. 
I know, I know. But this is the same company that has Dick Steiner's st son, who looks like Scott Steiner, who does the Steiner moves, who dresses in a bright pink and blue leotard like the original Steiners, and they've called him Bron Breaker. Yep. Can't help them. <laughs> Can't help them. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> right, move on. Move on. After the match, Adam Cole runs down to beat on Jungle Boy. Uh, Cole hugs Fish and they go for a concerto. Then Expressive, uh, Jurassic Express runs out and dubsy dub things happen. It was billed for... Yeah. What we'll discuss tomorrow. Then we get another B-Dan versus Miro promo. The usual catch-up. Cut and paste different things. They're good at it. You know what to expect. I didn't uh, realise that... Daniel Bryan, sorry, Brian Danielson has never beaten Miro. No. I am wondering uh, whether he's ever faced him. I may have to go back and check. I believe he has um, when they were in Dubsy together. But you, you'd have to check. You're the Dubsy, in quotation marks, experts. But, yeah, good build. After that, we get Young Bucks and Cole promoing. Hangman showed up and Hangman apologised. Wish I'd seen this before Full Gear. Solid threat, good storytelling. I thought this was actually worth ranking, and I gave it a B for a little bit of continuation of the uh, three-year story we've been watching. Yeah. But I wish I'd watched it before I watched uh, Full Gear. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. After that, we get women's two minute two minutes one second. Jade versus Santana Garrett. Jade wins with Jaded. Obviously, Santana gets no entrance. Jade and Velvet don't like each other, and then Jade won. Nothing to add. It's a D. Move on. <laughs> and they had some dubsy dub, and Smart Mark got a cake in the face. Eddie versus Prunk promo. Nice, solid promo. A little bit more uh, noticeable than the previous one. Weirdly solid heel energy from Punk, I felt. Not like a mega heel, but like a harsh dad. I think the turn is coming. I think it'll be good for him. I'm uh, I'm actually enjoying him and Eddie not quite being faces or heels on either side. Like, it's like... I always say you can't really do a tweener story, but... It's nice to see two people hanging in the balance of where they could go. Yes, you can. Eddie has to, Eddie has to come back as a face or a stronger face because he's just done his depression story and all this different media stuff. So, yeah, I think it's more heel for Punk. Or not tomorrow. I I, I think that Punk's um, heel. So, I mean, he is. Most people want him to be a heel. Um, yeah. When it comes down is, to is that it, where his you know, that's, power is. that's where he's strongest. Um, in whichever variation it was. Yes, his biggest crowning moment was the pipe bomb on Dub Z, but when he cut, the, 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 the second he started cutting the pipe bomb, he was a heel. And if you listen to the pipe bomb, he still berates the crowd in it. It isn't until the week after that he officially yeah, no, turned right. face. So even the pipe bomb was cut when he was a heel. So, yeah, all of Punk's strongest work is as a heel, as much as I love being able to cheer for him. Pepsi um, man! You know, yes, I, right. I, I think the Punk heel turn is coming. And I think Eddie's an interesting one. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to see where the character development goes. So, uh, But we'll discuss this more tomorrow. Hooray! Yep. So, moving on from there. Moving on from there, Dante versus Aria Divari. Dante wins with this springboard moonsault. No entrance for Aria. F's in the chat. 
Uh, yeah, once again, it's pretty good. A lot of high-speed exchanges. Dante is the master of agility, and I go with the actual sports definition of agility, of changing direction whilst running. He is very, very dodgy. Uh, dodge, able to dodge, not, you know, on edge. Uh, Davari gets some offensive, which is nice because he's the hometown lad. And in fact, he got more offensive than I thought. It was all good. I believe and he's got both the hometown lads in here. All right. Okay. Well, that was just really nice. I think he's signed now as well. Maybe it'll be a tag team partner for him uh, if his brother never comes back. Davari's actually got some pretty fucking solid lariats on him as well. And I like a good lariat. Once again, Dante things are happening like how Phoenix things happen. He's here. He's there. He's off that. He's off the other. It was good. I don't think I could call it match plus one, but it was a solid cruiserweight, flippy shit match, especially between him and a new man. And I gave it a C. Yeah, I gave it a high C. Um, uh, nice to see Arya Davari. Um, I, I Obviously, I know Davari, his brother, from playing very questionable oh. heel characters. Um, Who's his brother? Uh, he, he was in, I think he was in Lucha Underground. Briefly, but I, I might be wrong. Pulling faces of confusion now. His brother now. is Davari. Um, All right, okay. Generally I'll look plays him up. Middle Eastern heel. Ah, classic type. The Dubsy special. Yeah. Um, he was pretty good, but Aria really impressed me here. Yeah, didn't he? he yeah. Was like from a man I'd never heard of, just randomly in the ring. I was like, oh, squash, and then he actually had a good match. Yeah, I've seen. After that, I think he might have been in the cruiserweight classic. There, all right. I might be wrong. I'll do some research on the indie shitter scenes, my favourite area. <laughs> uh, anyway, after that, Team Taz tries to recruit Dante. Hook had a packet of crisps, which made me laugh. <laughs> As we all know, I'm a hook mark. He ran down eating the crisps and offered them to him. Sparks was good on the mic. They didn't beat him up. Hey, Team Taz, you got you got somebody you need over? Put them in a feud with Team Taz. They've got great bands. I've been cheering them since the start, and they're like they're like the good Matt Hardy. They come out and they bring a good minor feud for everybody to enjoy. So, yeah, that's I'm excited fair. for that. <laughs> you get Tay versus Brit Bill promo. We know the drill by now. The usual sort of stuff. They cut back and forth. It's better on the mic. Nothing special to say about that. Uh, then we get the interview. Mark Henry interviews Matt Hardy and Orange Cassidy. Matt Hardy called him uh, pockets like Cornette does. It was all right. And it goes downhill from here, Morg. Even, even with best friends bonus. <laughs> Orange Cassidy versus Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy wins with shenanigans. Most of the lumberjacks are heels. Hardy didn't get an entrance. And Matt Hardy pays for all the lumberjacks to be on his side. And there's a clusterfuck. Uh, good, very fast, nice, briefly good bit where Orange Cassidy just starts beating the shit out of Hardy. I enjoyed that. But, but Cassidy's got lumberjack problems, obviously. Uh, and then he, he gets beaten up by lumberjacks. Uh, then he gets beaten up by Matt Hardy a bit. Then there's there's more lumberjack beating for a long time. So long I got bored. And the faces got up and took out the heels. There were three big crowd dies. And the best friends fought some heels in rotating spots and chucked in an awful waffle. And then the butcher... No, the blade here. Orange Cassidy with knuckles. Was shit. And they knucked everyone, and I wanted to die. It left me empty inside. 
is ran down my cheeks that I had to give a best friends match a D because of how shit it was. I watched Orange Cassidy get beat up for like 20 minutes. Then he lost. Nothing to add, Morg? Uh, to be fair, I gave it a C. I thought it was all right, but it's a lumberjack match, so I was probably overcompensating because I hate Were. lumberjack matches. It was so shit. I just assumed <laughs> it was probably better than I felt it was because they are on the list of matches that I really can't stand. Uh, there's something uh, about lumberjack. No, you matches. weren't over us. It it was especially shit. It was just the lumberjacks who beat up Orange Cassidy, and he occasionally went in for a move. Did you watch the buy-in for Full Gear? I haven't. Right, neither have I, so one of us should do this. However, from this, I know we have had a promo from the best friends for the match they're going to be having on Wednesday with Matt Hardy or some of the Hardy Office people. This is a name you will not know, Morg. Oh, I think it's a name I do know, actually. Really? Yeah. So Orange Castilla said he's going to get a tag team partner in from Chaos, and he said he's going to bring his pe uh, a pet dog, referencing Stone Pitbull Ishii. Yeah, I know of Ishii. Ishii, list, dear listeners, if you are not prepared for an Ishii match, Ishii is a fifty-year-old man who's about fifty, uh, about five foot six, and built like a cube. Fights in the traditional fighting spirit strong style of Japan, which means he'll do a lot of no-selling. But he will hit hard and the people will hit him hard and he will drop people on their necks and someone might die. Ishii is a lovely, cuddly wrecking ball of a Japanese man. He's he's like sort of like a Suzuki in a way. He's not evil, but he does just beat people. This is, for me, the first proper The Forbidden Door is open person. Ishii is not one of the NJPW wrestlers on open contract. He's not one of the American signings who pop in and out. He's not a New Zealander who's in NJPW. Ishii is Japanese wrestling, Japanese man all the way through. If Ishii has come over, anyone can fucking come over. So... Although this match was shit, and it was a waste of my time, and I feel dead inside for having watched it, we might get, we're getting fucking Ishii! Akada's coming, he's coming, Dragon George, and he's gonna tag with his best friend Chuck, and I'm excited for that. <laughs> Unless it's against fucking Matt Hardy. I don't know, Purple Rainmaker on Matt Hardy, that might, might solve all the problems. It might, it might cheer me up a bit, I suppose. <laughs> right. Um, to see it was a sea of a show morgue <laughs> right so I need to tell you this because you've mentioned it so there's an advert on at work and there is a I think it's a supermarket or something and I think it's called a, a, a cardu or a car day or something but all I hear on the radio is there is an Acada just for you <laughs> when they play their jingle or every it's the Waitrose delivery service I know what that is it's yeah. uh, posh food yeah. off the internet no it, it is a Acada it is yeah, it is the rainmaker and there is an Acada just for you and every time I hear it all I can think about is hey as soon as as soon as I hear that coin flip and Acada's music kick in I'm going to shit my pants. There is only one person who can make me shit my pants more. And that's my boy Tetsuya Naito. One of the best friends of Andrade. So I'm hoping. I'm hoping the Los Ignorables thing comes in. A little side story here about Japanese wrestler Tetsuya Naito. 
He has a renowned trick for dealing with journalists because he doesn't like interviews and such like, which I'm hoping he pulls on Tony Khan. Gets them to buy him dinner in a fancy restaurant. Near the end of the meal, he goes to the toilet and sneaks out. He's done this to several agents and uh, journalists in the past. It's just so his character as well. Be the best thing ever. I just really... I love that story because that is... That is so kayfabe, because oh. that's exactly <laughs> how you'd imagine the type of shit you'd think he'd do as his character. Got to live the uh, live the gimmick, Morg. Right. Uh, but that's it. Overall, good week in wrestling. We got a B-ranked Dynamite and a C-ranked Rampage. That's pretty solid for both of them, seeing yeah. as don't set high expectations for Rampage, realistically. Good week's wrestling and a good build-up to full gear. More on that tomorrow tomorrow <laughs> right well there you have it that's our review for the week it's just a short show as we're going to be doubling up um why don't you listen to them both together why don't you Ooh. send us a message send us a question send us something to book send us something to talk about at the end you can do this at wrestleopinionated at gmail.com wrestleop on facebook and wrestleop1 on twitter you know i nearly did muir's bit then and went over to you straight away I would ah! like to thank um, Anchor.fm for hosting the podcast. Uh, you can find us as Wrestle Opinionated on Anchor.fm, Spotify, and on YouTube. Over to you, Strange. Please like, share, subscribe, click any form of interaction button that is available on the media that you are playing this through, be it the little heart on Spotify or the like and share on Facebook or whatever Anchor has. We appreciate you listening. Do send us some shit, and especially shit that makes you angry, because if it makes you angry, it might make me angry. And if I get angry, I love being angry. So cheers for listening. Back to you, Morg. So all that's left to be said is there's an Nakada just for you.